There are a lot of people in Miami who don't really take storms seriously. Most of the storms that make landfall aren't very strong by the time they hit. If only one in every few storms is strong, it's pretty easy to forget just how destructive they can be. Of course, you have the people who stock up on booze and don't think about how much food will go bad if they lose power. Or if they do buy canned goods, they only have an electric can opener. Or they don't have a way to heat their now 80 cans of beans. Those people are usually fine, if not a little hungover when the lights come back on. There's also the groups who think they have more time than they do, and they try to hit the beach because they know it won't be as crowded. Inevitably, they get rained out and drenched when they head back to their cars. The most foolhardy, though, have to be the surfers. They might think themselves invincible, and certainly you feel invincible when you're 19, I mean 22. It's scary how suddenly things can change on the water. And if you aren't ready for it, you can be knocked down out of nowhere. Ben, Coach, Lily, Declan, you are all standing and hovering in the now expanding eye of the storm facing Andrew. You see Howard tumble backwards in with the storm. You hear Sunny scream. As she does, the light that was glowing from within her goes dark. The beacon of hope is lost. Lily, it is your turn. Yeah, so Lily is especially pissed that Sunny has gone down. And so in a true moment of not thinking clearly, Lily is just going to close the distance between her and Andrew and use her bonus action uh, to just to like punch him, like flurry of blows, just punch this man, hopefully in the face. (laughs) And then we'll go with her actually using her actions. You have advantage on all of your attacks. Ooh, second one was a 20 plus whatever my plus six to hit. So your bonus action action punching this man with a flurry of blows. Yes. Um, which is a 1d6 plus three. Uh, that'll be five. Um, and then since he is down, I'm just going to take my sto- sword and stab him for both attacks. Incredible. Roll both of those attacks, please. With advantage. First one will be a 16 to hit. Does not. <laughs> 15 to hit. So no- neither of those hit. I miss. I, I get him in the armpit, like in between the arm and the, the torso <laughs> on, on both sides. So Lily, blinded by rage, essentially, runs over to Andrew, attempts to stab at him, and and frustrated just... Punches him in the face. Just full on does. in the face. He, punching him in the face, uh, his nose has started to bleed a little bit. He may be looking a little bloody. Mm-hmm-hmm. Ben, it is your turn. Okay. Um, can I see Sunny Days from where she fell? No. Brick. Okay. So she's still, she's still encompassed by the storm. She's still in the storm. I'm going to run toward the last direction that I saw the the beacon. 
which means I'm going to get off Andrew, but he's grappled by Declan, if I remember correctly. Yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to step off Andrew's neck for the first time in rounds. Are you going to go through the eye wall? If I still can't see her, then yes. Okay. Go ahead and give me an investigation check and a strength saving throw. Okay. Investigation check is going to be a 16. Strength saving throw is going to be a 14. The good news is you can see Sunny. You have found Sunny. You can get up to her. And as you do, are you uh, attempting to grab onto her or just to see her? I guess my plan was to to go in there and, and like, grab her and drag her out. Your intention was to touch her. Okay. Yes. So as you get to her and grab at her, uh, you are going to get a hold of her, but uh, you are going to lose your footing and be smacked by a flying piece of debris and take eight bludgeoning damage. Yeesh. All right, can I still use my action? Yes. Okay, I'm going to cast Healing Word on Sunny Days. Because if she gets hit by a piece of flying debris, she dies. So I'm going to do it at a second level, which is what I can afford right now. So you're going to take 2d4 plus 3, which is 4, 3, uh, 7 plus 3 is 10. <gasps> Hello? What's the hey, word? Let's get the hell out. Let's get the hell out of here. I just got hit by a, a rock or something. Hi. I guess I'm laying on the ground next to you. Uh so Ben, you have made it over to Sunny. You cast your healing word. Just as you do that, you're hit with debris and you lose your footing. Sunny, it is your turn. You you were down. You felt so much noise and chaos and when you're you were pushed backwards by the storm. You got hit by something or maybe hit into something, fell to the ground. And just as you went down, you could feel the hope inside your heart that you had instilled there fade to a quiet blackness. In this inky quiet, you heard a voice. It almost sounded like your mother's voice. Sunflower, get down from there. It's a memory deep within that you didn't think you remembered. It's from the first time you listened to Rihanna music. You and Kaylee were playing at your house and your mom put it on because she was excited to show your dad, listen to this new wonderful musician. And as soon as it started playing, you from the inside lit up and you were glowing and you floated to the ceiling. You have no idea why. Suddenly, <gasps> you open your eyes and you're staring up at Ben. Which way's out? Uh, that way. And I point toward the way I just came from. <laughs> cool. I'd like to... Push. Push us that way. Give me a strength saving throw and then an athletics check in that order. Three. <laughs> I think that'll do it. And the athletics check? Twelve. So you 
try to push yourself and Ben into this wall of immense wind and power and rain. And in instead, you are unable to do that and you're going to take four additional damage. Can I try something? It's a bonus action. Yeah. Can I open up my umbrella into the wall? <laughs> yes. Do I need to roll a check? I want you to re-roll both of the throws you just did. You now have advantage with your umbrella, Ella, Ella, out. 16. For the saving throw, you managed to stay on your feet. Oh, thank God. Oh, all right. We're getting out of here. Uh, it's an at 20. <laughs> Woo. Finally. Sunny days. The, the what, five foot two, 115 pounds soaking wet, little itty bitty teenager, not teenager anymore, technically, teenager, tries to fumble her way out of this storm, being frustrated, being resolute. She pops her umbrella to block against the storm and forces her way out, pushing Ben Allen Roth with her. Uh, You're both back in the eye. Come on, let the rain pour. I'll be all you need and more. Um, anyway, <laughs> that was all I have. <laughs> that was an action and a bonus action. Um, it is Howard's turn, and he stays on his feet. Look at that. So he stays on his feet with a non-natural 20, and you see Howard begs, beaten, bruised, and bloodied, also force his way around back inside this storm eye out of immediate danger from the storm. That is also all he is going to do. Uh, and it is Declan's turn. Well, Declan can't do much because he is doing the grappling pin, which makes him restrained as well as Andrew. So I kind of feel like because of that, his turn is just continuing to hold. He can't attack or anything? Yeah, well, so he's fully restrained. Him and Andrew or Andrew are both fully restrained. And I'm pretty sure restrained is like, you just can't do anything. So he's just going to keep holding. Uh, then it is Coach's turn. Excellent. Coach Tucker. Let's see. I mean, really what I can do is just, I don't have any fancy moves. I'm just going to attack Andrew, I imagine. Go for it. He is prone and grappled, so you get all kinds of advantage there. Fantastic. I'm just going to look to Declan, who's still holding him back, and I'm going to like, hold him nice and still. First one's going to be a, oh my gosh, that's so much, a 27 to hit. You know, that'll do it. Excellent. I'm just going to roll the second attack now. Also... Uh, 27. I'm doing good. Look at the tag team with Declan Reed here. We're doing so good. All right, and then let's roll for some damage. So I swing with the with the daddy hammer, and first one does seven, and then the second one does a uh, 13 bludgeoning damage. So I am uh, very carefully, obviously not hitting. Declan, I'm just like finding these like, you know, weak points on uh, on Andrew here and I am just going to smash all across the place. Maybe I'll swing right across his jaw if his if his face is up. I just want to, you know, really do some damage to this guy. This absolute monster. Excellent. You 
do that. You smash him with your hammer, dealing a total of 20 additional damage. For the first time, you think, since you've been fighting this fight, he actually looks somewhat injured. I I just kind of want to see him pinned down, bloody nose, getting walloped. We're all inside this little safe zone, and I just kind of want to gloat a little bit and be like, yeah, not so tough now, are you, big man, huh? Uh, So it is now Andrew's turn. Explain to me how this grapple works and if there's any chance for him to break it. Yeah, so um, according to the the sheet, the grappling pin just reads that uh, Declan can use his action to try and pin a creature grappled uh, who's already been grappled. And then uh, if Declan succeeded, which I believe he did, he and the creature are both restrained until the grapple ends. So he just has to break a grapple. Okay. He is going to attempt to make the grapple break the grapple now. So I guess that will be some sort of an opposed athletics check. I got a 21. So in the face of uh, Coach Tucker gloating that Andrew's not so tough now, Declan maybe got a little too cocky himself and uh, let his grip slip because he only got a nine. So he rolled like a two or something. Yeah, he rolled a three, yeah. Unable to hold this grapple. I think what happened is, if I can paint it, Coach goes to high five Declan and uh, that totally just undoes the entire grapple. Declan's like, oh no, wait. With that deadly high five, Andrew shakes off the grapple, shoves, attempts to shove Declan off of himself, rises to his feet and looks right at you, coach. He's going to reach out his hand, put it right on you and say, The world doesn't need more people like you. The world needs more people like me. And coach, I'm going to need a constitution saving throw. That's a dirty 20. Hell yeah. Bring it. My boy. (laughs) He is very constitute. You feel as Andrew reaches out his hand, it is almost as though one hand stopping on your chest and and another hand reaching inside of you, Mm. attempting to pull your soul from your body. And just as it feels like he's going to rip your soul out of you, Mm. you puff up your chest a little bit, Mm. and his hand snaps back. Oh, well, you're fun. Yeah, I'd think twice about touching me again, young man. And uh, and then he is going to cast Ray of Sickness on you. So I'm going to need another constitution saving throw. Less good. I would love to blow my whistle. Worse. Not worse, but not anything not anything significant. That's fine. Yeah, I try I blow my whistle. Hey, just trying to stop this play. Flag out the play or whatever. I'm a coach, I'm not a referee. I only get a twelve. So you are going to take eight points of 
poison damage and you are poisoned until the end of your next turn. You have disadvantage on all ability checks and attack rolls. Great. Very fun. I just start coughing a little. Yeah. When I tell you you saved where it mattered, I mean it. I feel like I'm in college again. It is Maggie's turn. Seeing that both Ben and Declan had been on top of Andrew most recently. (laughs) Maggie is going to shoot two lightning bolts. One at Ben Allen Roth, one at Declan Reed. Ain't great. Uh, I'll warding flare that. Whatever it is. And gets a 19 to hit. Does a 19 hit? It sure does. Uh, And then she's also going to attack Declan Reed. And I roll a 20 on that. A nat 20? Declan Reed's going to do his little flares again. Uh, She gets an 11. Uh, And this is just versus armor class? Yes. Yeah, not going to hit. Uh, so she does hit Ben Allen Roth for... Hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm going to, I'm going to use a, a cutting words to knock the damage down a little bit, but I have to do it before you tell me what the damage is technically. Okay. So you're going to subtract that by seven. Okay. Hang on. I'm resistant to lightning as well. Does the seven come off the bottom or the top? Does it come off the gross or the net? <laughs> this is what I'm wondering. It's going to come off the, the net. Cool. So wish Steph Curry, let's go. Uh, so you just hold on to that seven. Um, so love to not die on this turn. I would love to not die on this turn. Uh, 31. And then because you are resistant to lightning damage, halved to 16. And then you took seven off of that. So nine, nine, nine lightning damage. For those keeping track, I am down to 20 hit points. Oh, that's cool. You're in double digits. Yeah. Hey, you're you're welcome. You're welcome for the amount that I gave back to you. I could have made you make death saves, sunflower. Could have and should have. Um. Change your name to Sunny. No more days. Ha. So Maggie shot two lightning bolts, one hitting Ben Allen Roth square in the chest, the other just shooting Ow. past Declan Reed. And... It is now again Lily's turn. Well, I think that we're going to take another whack at the storm and shoot my last frag grenade. Yes. And I do get two attacks per action. So after I shoot the grenade, I'd like to once again attack Andrew. Yeah, let's resolve that grenade first. So my range is up to 120 feet with a grenade launcher. You got it. Uh, each creature within 20 feet of an exploding frag grenade must make a DC 15 dex saving throw. She cannot dex in her current form. Then she takes 5d6 piercing damage. Please roll that. 14. After I smoosh her with a splody grenade, I would like to attack Andrew with my chaos blade. Okay. And I still have advantage. Uh, no, you do not have advantage any longer. Yeah. Um, does a 17 hit? It does not. Uh, oh, what a B word. I would like to bonus action punch him. Uh, go ahead and give me an attack roll there. Does a 21 hit? Yes. Excellent. 
That will be six damage. So Lily, being absolutely absurd, first flings a grenade, chucks, no, launches launches a grenade into the storm. You hear a slightly distant explosion, and you see the clouds open ever so slightly in that area. And then slashing with her sword, she completely misses Andrew, and in her frustration, just punches him right in the nose again. And uh, again, he is looking a a little bloody. has nothing witty to say. She just is making like grunting noises. Like, ah! Incredible. Ben, it is your turn. You and Sunflower have tumbled out from this eye wall and are in the eye again. (sighs) Okay. We would describe the eyes of hurricanes as being circular, correct? That we would. Okay. As I have said many times on this podcast before, I'm going to do something stupid. Do it. Make it your biggest, stupidest thing yet. I'm going to guess my biggest, stupidest thing yet. I am going to get as close to the center of the circle as I can without, like, occupying the same space as Andrew. I'm going to take myself back to when I was in New York and, and the thing happened with Jeremy and I destroyed the theater. I'm going to take myself back to the last thing I remember before that happened, which was the sort of tingling sensation I felt in my fingers. Not like they were going to sleep, but like they were alive for the first time. Um, And I'm going to dig within myself, concentrate everything I can on figuring out where my lightning powers come from. The ones that I don't even know how to control properly. And I'm going to quietly say to myself, this is the only way I can protect my legacy. And I'm going to cast the gate spell, or I'm going to try to cast the gate spell. And I don't remember what the role is on that. It is a spell, whatever your like spell attack modifier is. Yes. Okay. You're, you're adding that. Um, And because of that whole beautiful speech, if you don't already have inspiration, you now have inspiration. I do have inspiration already, but that's okay. Excellent. Then you get advantage on this roll. Perfect. All right. Feet don't fail me now. That is going to be an 18 plus six, 24 to hit. You are able to cast this gate spell. <sighs> a mechanical question. Are you casting it up yeah. to the ring yeah. of the... Yeah, up to okay. the ring. Okay. Up, not down. Yes, up to... Because I was, I was picturing like a big like... If you hadn't seen a yellow sky above your head, when you cast this spell, the way the space above you all alights with a... A yellow so bright and blinding it is almost white with energy and electricity. And when you cast this spell, through it comes a lightning elemental. 
in the sky above you, crackling with yellow, nearly white energy, you all feel the air around you buzzing, your hair standing on end. You can feel the energy pulsing through here. And out emerges this large, vaguely humanoid-shaped ball of energy and and sparks. And it, it's so bright and yet somehow dark at the center. Like it is just full of incredible power. I do now, and feel free to to uh, cut me off at any point. But that was a spell cast, correct? Uh huh. Y'all, I can't f- make this one up, guys. Um, Jordan gave me this. Jordan gave me this thing, this magic power, um, and it is it never failed so far to absolutely hit at the correct moments. Now my current DC on it. Uh, was I believe an eighty nine, but I did roll a ninety nine just now. <laughs> I just Wild. maxed out the 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 D one hundred roll on this. Ca- I, I I literally if 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 I could, I <laughs> let's. I'm go. speechless. I'm speechless. Um, Incredible. Where are you aiming that? I presume at the the storm. Mostly, yeah, I think so. Because that's where you're pointing. I think so. Yeah, I don't think I get control over it that much. Roll me some stupid numbers. That's a just a regular lightning bolt, right? Uh, six, six, five, four, four, three, two, four, thirty-four. Lightning damage. Ben, as you outstretch your hands, calling on on all of the power you have in you, and this lightning radiates out from you towards the storm, you can see the places where your lightning has struck in those clouds, in that eye wall, that those clouds are not immediately reforming. There is some gap in this storm, and it is slowing down. Uh, Ben, I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Uh, constitution saving throw is 13. You take one level of exhaustion. I, you know what? I, I can live with that, believe it or not. For what you just did, one level of exhaustion, that's pretty good. So my, my crackly boy, first of all, does he have a name or does, do they have a name or does she have a name? Um, hi, uh, source of my magical powers. Uh, my name is, is Michael, um, and I would like you to meet my friends. Uh, they are the the one with the umbrella, the scary one with the tail, the bald guy, and the guy in the wheelchair, and the old guy uh, that like has an axe. Uh, the one that is not my friend is this douchebag right here, and I pointed Andrew. And I'm gonna say, uh, yeah, get him. Yeah, get him. Let's go with get him. And I would like Sir Crackley to make uh, his multi attack, uh, which is called Arch. So I'm guessing that is like, yeah, yeah, like, uh, like, uh, shoots direct lightning things out of his lightning arms at Andrew. Shoots direct lightning things out of her lightning arms. Yes. So it's, it's a she. It's a she. Okay. Okay, cool. Dame, Dame Crackly then. And that is going to be a 20 and a 17, uh, plus eight on those to hit. Both of those will hit. Cool. 
Do they does does uh does Mrs. Crackley get the the vicious crit advantage? Yeah. Okay, cool. 16 plus 8 plus 5 lightning damage. And the other one is 15 lightning damage. So Mrs. Crackley is going to uh go up to Andrew and and spike him with her lightning arms. Um because he's a douchebag and I would like him to die. I don't know why I feel the need to justify that, but in the most, yeah, obviously moment ever, uh, that's my turn. <laughs> Sunny days. Here I am. Uh, ben Allen Roth has just called through this giant storm. Uh, d- giant lightning boy, girl. And it is now your turn. Hey, how, every, how, how is everybody doing? Maybe feeling like, like they're going to die soon? Um, no? Uh, doing okay. my best not I mean, to die. I'm, I got eight, but oof! I feel like I could I could be okay for a for a beat. Maybe not. We'll see. Howie, Howie, how you feeling, Professor? Uh, I've I've felt better. I felt better, but um, uh, I'll be okay. I'll I'll do a fourth level mass heal word. <laughs> Bless you. I would have wanted to do this when I was alive the first time. Oh, Sunny is blessing us. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2d4 plus 3, I think. 8? Everybody gets 8. Yeah, yo. Thank you. I'm back at double digits. Can I buddy up to Howard, move over a little bit, and Radiance of Dawn, I pull out my uh, kilowatt highlighter, kilowatt freestyle highlighter. I'm like, mm, get lit. Andrew does, in fact, look like that light burned him. Again, this is this is a being who... I'm telling you, those bags are gonna kill you one day. Looks like a rotting corpse, uh, in just every sense of the word. Gross. Cool. It is going to be Howard's turn again, and Sunny, since you're right next to him, uh, he's gonna reach out, put his hand on you, and cast Cure Wounds, uh, and heal you for six damage. I might survive one hit. You're just like your parents. Tell you not to get involved. And yet here you are. Saving me. Well, good teachers leave an impact. Now now impact the storm, please. Uh, yeah, about that. <laughs> he cannot right now. Okay. His cure wounds is a full action. I know. <laughs> Declan's turn next. Awesome. So... The kind of layout of the of where everyone is arranged right now is there's a lot of people in front of Andrew. Coach and Declan are kind of to Andrew's right. And I would love for Declan to hover over to the other side so that Coach and Declan are both flanking Andrew. Perfect. You are flanking him now. And I, are you going to give him a one-two punch? Uh, yes, that would be the plan. Declan is now in be- with with uh, Andrew in between Declan and Coach. Declan is going to go ahead and swing his gigantic battle axe at Andrew, but like kind of, but he's you know it's 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 kind of playful because he's like he's he's hanging him and Coach are doing a fun thing together. It's going to be a good time. That is going to be a uh, twenty-two to hit. A 22 will hit. Uh, actually, 
Uh, he is going to use a uh, reaction uh, to throw up a a last ditch effort shields that will add to his armor class, and so that will uh, miss. It'll just ding up against like basically air, um, and so that that one will miss. Okie dokie. He does have a second attack, so I would like to do it again, please. Uh, that's a nineteen to hit. A 19 is not going to do it. Unbelievable. So I guess Declan just swings and cannot connect. All right, that's all right. Coach is going to look at Declan, kind of struggling a little bit, and he's going to be like, that's all right, we got this. And Coach is going to attack with the daddy hammer, please. Uh, that is going to be a... Uh, it's. I mean, it's definitely going to hit. That is a, uh, a 20... Three to hit? 23 will hit. Seeing that Declan wanted to attack, couldn't quite get it, I will use a... Commander's Strike. Yes, I'm trying to find it. Yeah, so I took an attack, and I get to hit him real quick, and that will be four. Not a lot. It will be for seven bludgeoning damage, and then I will see Declan trying to make an attack, and we're trying to tag team against Andrew, and I use my Commander Strike ability to forego my second attack and instead give it to Declan uh, as a bonus action so that he will use his reaction now to make another attack. So we're kind of swinging back and forth here, working as a team. Excellent. Roll that attack for Declan, please. Uh, that, that's gotta do it. That's a, um, 15 plus 20. That's a 21 to hit. Definitely. Yes. Um, and he adds my, uh, D8 of, uh, superiority die. So that is already going to be a, uh, one D 10. Oh, that's so good. That is 10 plus seven. That is 17 from Declan. 17 slashing damage from Declan. So coach hits. Boom. You're up. And then Declan hits. Boom. I I love narratively coach giving up one of his attacks to his former rival. Yes. Um as a as the bad guy though, I don't like it <laughs> at all. Um Andrew completely caught off guard, completely caught off guard by uh, this hit from Declan Reed. Uh, one more time is going to reach out and put his hand on you, coach, and I need another constitution saving Let's throw. do it. Yeah, I got a 13, and I don't want to use my last little lucky whistle because I was able to withstand this last time. Coach, how many hit points do you have right now? Oh, sorry, I... I thought this was the sickness one. I will use my lucky whistle if that is okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, so I got a 13. I'm going to blow my last little lucky whistle, please. Oh, thank God. It's a nat 20. Again, you feel Andrew's hand stop on your chest and you feel a, an icy cold hand reaching out, trying to pull at your existence, trying to pull your your very soul from your body. And I smack his hand away with my clipboard. Get out of here. You are going to take five necrotic damage. All right. I will take that five necrotic damage. Mm. 
I'm so... <sighs> Andrew, with his hand on your chest, getting smacked away. Mm -hmm. <sighs> you are far too bold for your lack of magical power and prowess. Uh, you can see just absolute hatred and anger glimmering in his eyes. He is pissed. Bring it on. With pleasure. Margaret, this one. Coach, you're going to take two lightning bolts to the chest. Okay, okay, okay. First one's going to miss. The second one is a 19. 19 exactly hits, yeah. Coach, I don't know how many hit points you have, but you're going to go down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is it Was it less than 11? I've only rolled half the dice, and I'm at 20-something. Coach gets hit, and he is just immediate. There's not even, like, a fall backwards, like a blowback from a lightning. I'm just, like, smack down. Yeah. Just, just immediately gone. scorched. Coach is down. Lily, it is your turn. This trying to attack Andrew with a sword is not going well. So Lily is going to spend two key points and cast Fist of Unbroken Air. Um, and it is a strength saving throw. Twelve. Ha ha. All right. It's 3d10 bludgeoning. Let me find my d10. All right. That'll be three plus seven plus one. So I think that was 11. This being already looked like death when you first saw him. But to say that he looks like he is approaching death would also be an accurate statement. And it is Ben's turn. Okay. <laughs> Boy, am I bad at one-on-one -on -one combat when there are other people around. That is my crux as a... He's not holding anything metal by any chance, is he? Uh, no. Okay. Cool. Um... As a note, the storm, even though it shot at Coach, did not fully reform in the places where you had struck it last round. Sure, yeah, okay. Yeah, I think that's what I'm gonna have to do. Is, what am I gonna do here? I am going to look at Andrew in the eye, okay? Right in his, in his stupid face. And I'm gonna say, you have one chance to give up. You call this storm off right now, I let you live. Roll to intimidate. Okay. Uh, that is... Um, you know what? Screw it. I'm gonna use my inspiration on that. Because I'm terrified of what's gonna happen if I uh, have a nat one on intimidation. Ha ha ha. Uh, that is going to be 17. I'm going to look at him and say five. And hold up five fingers. You... Why would I call off the storm? I can... Why... Why would I call off the storm? I... Four. I... 
What would I serve to gain or save? What is there even possibly worth saving in this world? Usually people want to save their life. Also three. Um. He looks uh, pensive and calculating. It's it's done. The storm swirling slows. Okay. And reforms into essentially the column of smoke and cloud and air and rain that she was before she had spread out into a large <laughs> all-encompassing storm and it weirdly looks like she there's just gaps and holes missing from her from her existence and you can like fully see through her in some places like she has been ripped to shreds okay Ben is there anything else you want to do on your turn can I hold an action a spell casting action mm-hmm. can, I trust you can I also have the lightning elemental hold an action I, I presume it will be if they, if you think that they are trying to trick you Correct. in some way. If the storm starts to go again, I'm going to trigger my action. If Andrew f- moves, the lightning elemental is going to trigger her action. Is coach down? Coach is down. Oh, um, hang on. I can bonus action this unless you want to do it, but. <laughs> no, you got it, bro. Uh, I'm also going to cast a healing word second level at coach Lewis Tucker. Thank you. It's just Lou. It's not Lewis. Uh, that's four. Four plus three. 2d4 plus three. So yeah, so I maxed that out. Uh, that is 11. 11. Excellent. That's where I was before I went down. Oh, thank you so much. It's a healing word, right? What do you say to me? I say, also, nobody hits my friends like that. <gasps> I'm still staring right at Andrew and just like, the dude next to him comes back to life casually. Oh. Um, go ahead and roll that D100 just because I. 18 isn't going to do it. What's the plan, Ban? I don't know. I didn't think that was going to work at all. I got through for through two and thought I was going to have to blast his wife and then have have my friend blast him. Cool. Uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't touch him. But other than that, I don't know. Uh, I'm going to cast spiritual weapon and just uh, so I have my sh- my umbrella shield in one hand. I've got my glowing chain in the other. Um, I'm not going to do anything with it. Just just holding it. And I'm also going to prepare an action <laughs> for a spell if things seem fishy. No one's trusting him. Why why could that possibly be? Like I huh? I don't know. Well, we're not out of combat, so that's one clear. Correct, yeah, so I'm just trying to let him get back to his next turn to see what he does. What would ha- what do- what does Howard do? You probably need to talk to yourself now. Howard would surely ask his son to give up, right? To turn himself in. Like, 
Howard still believes in this guy. Yeah. Yeah. Howard takes a couple of steps forward to be close to his son, closer to his son. Andrew, my son, my boy, is this really all that you want? Is is this destruction? Was there nothing in in the magic your mother taught you that made you think that people why why I'm sorry I wasn't there for you as much as I should have been and maybe if I had been things would have been different but I don't know what else I can say or do I love you but I can't support these actions and uh, Howard Beggs is going to go into a rage and also hold an action. Declan and Coach. Uh, Declan's turn, Coach's turn. Well, I would imagine Declan being the expert grappler that he is, and obviously no one trusting Andrew, I think Declan would try to... Like, my understanding of Declan, right, he's been on Andrew's side, he's been on the, the side of the of the evil person, even unwittingly. And so even if trying to grapple Andrew again, even if Andrew's going to wait and pull something over, like Declan's going to make that sacrifice because he feels like he has to. He's like, I will put myself on the line here because I've caused a lot of pain towards others. So I will go in first and try to grapple with Andrew. And he's not going to like tackle him. He's just going to try to like restrain him a little bit just in case he's plotting something. Uh, go ahead and give me that opposed athletics. That is a 17 for Declan Reed. I also got a 17. Okay, I think that just doesn't work then. I think it canceled out. Okay. No one, I did not beat you, so it didn't work. So no one gets the upper hand, but you also do not get to grapple him. So talk, so, so talk that out to me. Talk that out to me, Jordan. So he is, he, Declan tries to go restrain him and... Andrew, how does Andrew react to that? Andrew is basically going to dodge out of the way and just, like, push himself off of Declan. Like, no. I Don't, don't touch me with your, f- don't touch me, you fool. Ben's going to pipe mm. up and go, careful, careful. All right. So I think then all all Declan is going to do is couldn't grapple him, but he will just have his battle axe at the ready, looking menacing. Still, still, still keeping him flanked on all on on some sides here. And then Coach on the other side, standing up after being bl- absolutely blasted by lightning. And then healed oh, yeah. by Ben. <laughs> uh, your your hair got a little singed with that. <laughs> yeah, that would hurt a lot. Uh, I think honestly, I'm a little. T- I would probably be a little too out of it from being hit by lightning and then going down and then coming back. That I don't think I have a strategy in mind currently, other than I am mostly just going to try my best to 
dodge anything that might come my way. So instead of holding an action or readying an action, I am just going to take a full dodge action because I do not want to get hurt again, please. So I am like on my, my like hands on my knees, like kind of half up and, and ready to, to swivel any direction because that hurt last time. I'll bet. And I'm going to also just look at Ben, who's looking very menacing right now as he's holding this big evil guy, uh, you know, at bay and also just healed me. And I'm just going to be like, hey, thank you so much. (coughs) No, thank you. All right. All of you yahoos who were suspicious of Andrew, please roll insight. 16. 25. 25! Yeah, roll the 19 ah! plus 6. <laughs> Sorry, I'm um, pretty wise for my age. Looking downtrodden, saddened, defeated, Andrew hangs his head as he takes two steps forward to his father and hugs him. As he does so, Sonny, right at the very last second, you see him clutching to Howard on either side. And Sonny, I'm gonna make you make this save. I need you to roll a constitution saving throw for Howard. You get a plus seven and I will tell you the DC that you need to beat because it is the same DC that Coach has beaten now twice. You need to beat an 18 constitution. 18. Get out of here, Andrew. (sighs) (sighs) And through Howard's sadness and the rage that he felt when he waited to see what Andrew would do out of seemingly nowhere Howard's held action is to slash with his great axe he is going to get a hit and Sonny I'm going to have you roll this damage 1d12 plus 4 and I'm going to tell you now that Andrew has 9 hit points left 10 total Howard feeling Andrew's hands reaching in to steal his soul out of nowhere, pulls a great axe, slashes right through Andrew as he crumples to the ground. Seeing this, Margaret takes her turn. She immediately swirls. Everyone, please make a strength saving throw. Uh, dirty 20. 12. Um, cool. I Coach got a 23. Declan got a 
13. Uh, so Declan and Sunny are going to be thrown and each take 12 damage. Uh, that would have triggered my action specifically, though. That would, would have tri- also triggered you mine. You know, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. Actions have consequences, I did Jordan. specifically. I did specifically say if the storm gets bigger. Mine is a first level guiding bolt. Go for it. Uh, I make a range spell attack. Uh, I got a dirty 20. That will hit. Um, 46. Uh, six plus six. Wow. Is that going to happen again? No. Okay. Um, so 12 radiant damage. Wait, so Sunny's casting that guiding bolt while she's flying through the air? Oh, hell yes. That's anime as hell. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, I throw my chain up because it's a spiritual weapon and doesn't really need me to hold it. Um, and just blast. Ben Allen Roth, uh, you have... Oh, I'm going to cast a third level fireball. Uh, which is a dexterity save. Um, which she cannot she, do in this state. So she's uh, she takes 32 fire damage. Uh, ben Allen Roth reaches his hand, blasts a fireball, and you've, you've cast fireball before. You know what it feels like. This fireball whew, grows to be three times, four times the size of a traditional fireball burning up the last remaining bits of this storm. You are out of combat. So, uh, is that it then? Is he, uh, is he done? Did you just, uh, you just kind of finish that off? Howard looks devastated. He's going to look at you all. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you for doing what I couldn't. Sonny, you hear your mother's voice in your head again. Sunflower. Sunflower, please come get me. I like your attempt at a Bob Ross. Uh, can I start running towards my house like at a dead sprint? Like faster than I've ever done anything before. So Howard is going to walk over to Andrew, going out of a rage, definitely. He's going to touch his son. I'm sorry that I failed you, son. It is your understanding that, that this being is in fact dead. I, I think, Coach, I'm I'm just going to go and sit with Howard in in silence and just kind of be with him because, yeah, that's hard. Lewis, it's just Lou, but yeah, nobody is just Lou. <laughs> I'm sure you made your father very proud. Hmm. And I look at the um, Hemsworth the Daddy Hammer in my hand, and um, I just kind of smile a little bit as a as a 
little bit of water starts uh, welling up in my eyes. Just a little bit. Ben, you have a crackly friend here. I do. I do. Um. She materializes into something slightly more humanoid sized. She's big. You're still looking up at her. She's like nine feet tall. She reaches out a, a, a crackly hand and sort of wafts it through your head, which is a weird feeling. Okay. Crackles blue in her hand. She wafts back through again. Well, look at you. Look at me indeed. Hi. Um, my name's Michael. Uh, are you my powers? <laughs> oh. Gosh. I don't know. You're, um... Have you ever... Have you ever chased your family tree? Uh, no, but it was pretty high up on the list after after my mom said the thing about uh, magic skipping a generation. Um, yeah, pretty high up on the list. Um, uh, what can I call you? Do you have a name? You may call me whatever feels most appropriate, although uh, Michelle is is the name I've used most on this plane would explain why I have a line of Michaels then. How long does your race normally live? Are you, am I going to still outlive you? Uh, I probably got, I mean, depending on how much uh, shit I get myself into, I probably got anywhere from about five minutes to 75 years left. Oh, but on the on it, like assuming so everything goes well on the top, span, yeah, on the seems. top end. We are, we're not known for our longevity. Um, I think this dude over here is like five hundred. I will not live that long, as far as I'm aware. Though, if there's like some DNA testing we need to do, I would love to get another couple hundred in. You know, really see the whole the whole electric car thing come to fruition would be great. Stop by the plane sometime. It's uh, not particularly friendly for your friends. And uh, Lily, she's going to catch a look at you. What are you doing? Yeah, I think she's she's just sort of standing there. Not really sure what to do with herself. Uh, she's going to look over at you. Come closer, you. She does the same thing where she sort of waves, waves her hand through your head and pulls out pulls out her hand and she is holding a large glowing orb of like fire that is rainbow colored and like white hot in the center. Oh, I haven't seen that in a while. Excuse me. It's fine. Your highness. She flips her hand back. And what? Back to Ben. I'm sorry. What did you just say? Lily's gonna be like, wait, 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 no, 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 what? Sunny, you rush back towards your house. <laughs> Can I like kick down my door? <laughs> yeah, up, up the stairs, up to the attic. I want like 
a theoretical trail of fire. <laughs> like theoretical road trail runner. of fire. <laughs> when I open my bedroom door, uh, you there are wards written all over. Um, like you, you have trouble breaking through. Do anything. I'm gonna. Uh, oh God! <laughs> Can I grab my spiritual weapon? Uh, it's probably gonna disappear any second now. So, uh, 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 seventeen. As your spiritual weapon connects with these wards, a blast of Fenty Sparkle light envelops all around you. Your spiritual weapon disappears. The wards disappear. Your mother runs out of your room and hugs you. I might have found your dad. Where? Not on this world, but we can chase him. Oh, okay. Um, Let's go rejoin the others. Yeah. Well, she's going to look over at you again, Lily. They've been searching for you. Have you not felt it calling? Lily like looks behind her like where large lightning lady speak at your home Tampa Lily for the first time in possibly ever you feel what is this feeling this is it's like nostalgia Nostalgia for memories you didn't have. You suddenly feel 300 years old and you are seeing glimpses of excitement and fire and wars you never fought in and memories that don't feel like they're yours, but yet they still somehow are. Lily just looks at her hands. Sunny and her mother rejoin the group. Hey, everybody. Uh, you know, you know how you all have been acting like parental figures. Um, th this is my mom. Oh, hey, hi. We've met. Hi, hi, mom. Young this man, is other young man, Lily Jr. and my name is Michael. Thank you. Lily has just started like wandering off in some random direction. <laughs> Well, what's everyone's plans? What do we need? Sunflower, you want to go find your father? I Hey, either Immortal Elf Being or uh, Lightning Miss Queen. Uh, I got a couple questions here. Um, are there more of him? More of Points him? vaguely Pointing at the corpse, Andrew? yeah. More, are there further threats to this world? I'm sure we can't know for certain, but wherever magic is, so too are people who threaten it. And wherever people are, so too are those who will threaten the world. Uh, Howard's going to pipe up. Uh, Andrew was probably the the largest threat of our time. And I, I would hate to use the phrase once in a lifetime event, considering it clearly hasn't been a once in a lifetime event. However, I feel as though there won't be repeated 
concerns or occurrences for it, um, perhaps. But you, by your best guess, we might be safe for a minute. With any hope, we are safe for a time. Howard, can you please call Cynthia? Because she's been worried sick, and... Yeah. (laughs) It's just rude. Honestly, dude, you're kind of dropping the ball on this one. My mom's a real catch, and you're leaving her out to dry. Uh, He did get get kidnapped by his evil son. Um, Okay, I'm hearing excuses. I'm hearing excuses. My mom is a stand-up lady, and she deserves better. You're right. I can, um... Yeah, just... I can do better. It might help out a little bit. Like a call. Don't propose. That's a little soon. (laughs) Oh, goodness. I'm. That's that's a bit quicker than I normally go. That's fine. Um, We're on the same. She doesn't have as much time as you do, though, bud. (laughs) Uh, Oh, speaking of time. You, young man, are too young. I, I. I run my fingers through my excellent hair. Yeah, I agree. You could age him up like six or seven years. That would not uh, be a bad thing. I don't like being this young. I, uh, to be honest with you, I kind of, I kind of miss, I feel like I'm cheating. And there's no good, if you're a cheater, you don't win. That's the saying. And, um... Yeah. Sonny's mom pipes up. How old do you want to be? I think uh, I, I I ponder on that a little bit, and I I, I fully understand the um, the the gift that I've been given of being of being young again. But I also know that it comes with a great a, a great sacrifice of of forgetting the memories that I've made growing up and and being a little disoriented and and giving up on a past life and um coach just says uh i thought that being young again and getting a second chance would be everything that i ever wanted but i don't belong like this i like the life that i have and i don't want to forget it i would like to be 40 years old again a sentence i never thought i would say Carrie Castillo reaches into a little bag that she was carrying on her hip. She's got a small little tube with some green liquid in it. Pulls out a small little insulin needle. Sits for a second, doing some math in her head. How much do you weigh? Eh, it doesn't actually. Because that'll change. All right. Here goes nothing. Before your eyes, you see the young, vibrant, excited Coach Tucker. His weight goes a little from his chest to his stomach. His hair starts shrinking back down. Mm, that hairline pushes back and recedes, starts graying at the temples. 
Your knee doesn't hurt. But you are again 40 years old. I think that's going to take a second to soak in. I'm going to make sure that my polo shirt is neatly tucked. Got to double check that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, now I know that I'm not going to forget you all. I'm going to hug him. I'm going to pull Lily in and hug him because I know she won't go. (laughs) I was going to say, Lily had wandered far enough away that she's opening people's front doors like she's going to go to Narnia. She's like looking. She's like confused. (laughs) Get on in here. Everyone in here. Yeah. And big old bear hugs. I would like to take a group photo. And then since we're right next to my house, I'm going to go print it off and put it in the best friend's frame. Is it a selfie or did you have someone take it? Oh, it's a it's like the the Grammys or the whatever that event was where it, it's the iconic selfie. Looks like Lily has a new photo. Is Howard in it too? Howard, Howard Declan, and Declan are Absolutely. in it. As well. You want them? Let's get all of them in. Um, Is there just like a lightning also, elemental standing awkwardly in the back <laughs> photo yeah. bombing? I was gonna say. She got the, the, the lightning <laughs> elemental. She's must making be the bunny ears um, behind my yeah, head. Yeah, you've you've only got like the bottom half of her. Yes, with with lightning bunny ears behind you, Ben. <laughs> Lily Lily takes the frame from Sunny and says, "I'd put it on my mantle if I still had one." <laughs> anyway, um, I'm gonna go. Michael, it was wonderful meeting. Yeah, you. I'd like to catch up some time and chat about um. I literally everything. Uh, but I think we got some unfinished business first. So I'll see you around. Should we all get, uh, you know, I know this, this, that we don't have movies in this universe, but should we all go get shawarma and just kind of like do a debrief or we go to like waffle house or something. I don't know if they have waffle houses in Miami, but yes, I am famished aging rapidly. Kind of makes you hungry. So, uh, as y'all may know, um, I did get fired from my job. Like, five or six days ago, I think. Um, Hey, Sonny, you're going to chase after your dad, right? That's like an interdimensional portal hopping spy mission. Yeah. um, You want some company? Yeah, I mean, I was going to say you could stay in my bedroom if you didn't want to come, but um, it would be great to have company. I, I Like, I, Mom, I love you, and I know we haven't seen each other in, like, a while, but um, I also enjoy space from my parental figures occasionally. Yeah, I got nothing else going on. Let's go save the world, or let's go save the universe, the multiverse. I don't know. The interdimensional, or or maybe just my husband. <laughs> If I really thought it was going to be that easy, then I wouldn't be going. But like, if there's anything that this thing has taught me is that there's probably one of these guys for every world that there is. So, um, if I die, let me die with my boots on. Right. Let's go. Uh, Lil, what what are you thinking about doing? Searching for all the kingdoms. Well, where do you want to start? 
I'm I'm gonna need a map, Howard. Is is there a a map of kingdoms? Hey, here's my thing. Uh, here's my thing. Um, if uh, so, I got here by accident, right? And like, it definitely was not an accident. Um, maybe if you just continue down the path, you'll find the answers. Are you asking me to trust in the process? Uh, not so much trust in the process. I'm sort of asking for like blind faith, jump in front of an interdimensional train with me and see what happens. Well, I suppose I have nothing better to be doing. Coach? How do you feel? Coach is just smiling. Got all your yeah. bones back. I'm just sitting here smiling and I'm just like, <sighs> you kids and your adventures. I hope you have fun on them. I, um, you know, I spent the better, uh, better part of my life trying to chase down this, uh, this rush of being the best and, and fighting battles that I had no right to fight. And I, I'm 40 years old. Yeah. Okay. I I love you all very much. You are family to me. But my life is here. I had a funny feeling you were going to say that. I'm going to slide over the best friend's frame. Don't forget us, okay? You know... We'll miss you. You take care of that picture. We're gonna be back for it. All right. Oh, I bet I'm gonna hold you to that. And I think I'm just gonna start bawling. Now, I don't know how good cell service is, but um, you know, we'll we'll keep in touch. Okay. I'll, I'll we'll call you. Maybe we'll you'll call us. We'll see what happens. <sighs> Oh, speaking of cell service, and I would like to pull out my my phone, and I just want to be like, I want to show you guys this, and I start like scrolling through photos of my um, of my garden, my backyard garden, and as I'm scrolling through, you can see that my like prized hydrangea that I've been working on has just been like wilting and dying over time. I've just totally been neglecting it because in my spare time, I've been planting other flowers that remind me of my new best friends. So I've got some sunflowers, obviously, and I show that to Sunny. And I, I did plant lilies because your name is Lily, but I also thought you would be appreciative of these. And I've got like these like carnivorous plants and like pots in my greenhouse. And I'm like, that feels more your style. <laughs> she just sees the first flower and is like, uh huh. But then she sees the second, and it's like, yeah, those ones. And uh, and uh, and then I just uh, keep scrolling, and I've got this big, like, beautiful little uh, full herb garden, and that's like, I'm like, and this one, this one is you, Junior, because you're always cooking up something. Ben is literally just not holding it together at this point. He has never had a friend before. 
Lou, Howard seeing you scroll through all of your uh, plants in your your garden is going to look at you and say, you know, I might need to rebuild a, a greenhouse and I sure would be glad to have some help. You want to learn to talk to plants? Howard, that is the question I've wanted to hear all my life, and I didn't even know it, but the answer is unquestionably yes, please. And after the battle, the game kind of went their separate ways for a while. You know, we had a lot to do. People say goodbye to, games to win, plants to tend. Everybody had loose ends to tie up. Well, except for me. My whole life to this point had kind of been a loose end. I didn't really make a life in Miami. And the only thing I was good at, I got fired from. So I didn't have any friends to wrap up with. I'm, most of my new friends were coming with me on whatever new grand adventure we were starting out on. Hell, defeating Andrew was the first time in a long time I felt like I had any kind of purpose. And that was over. So for the most part, I just waited. Helped my folks move into their condo. That was good. It was good to see them again. It had been a while. Uh, and mom had me do one of those stupid 23andMe tests just to see what was going on. But we got a call like a week later saying that, that my DNA had broken their machine. So... Yeah, I don't know what's going on there. Just another thing to add to the ever-growing le list of questions that don't have answers, right? <sighs> it has been more and more things like that these days. I spent my days mostly going to the gym, trying to get in fighter... Uh, sorry, I mean fighting shape. Spent some time with Larissa going over my spells, you know, figuring out some, some kind of shaping exercises. Some... some casting two spells at once exercise. I really think I'm starting to get the hang on this magic thing, but who knows? I, I'm just gonna have to find out. I just felt sort of lost, waiting for everybody to get ready to go on our next grand adventure. And I got this weird voicemail. Out of the blue. I, I hadn't even thought about getting back into acting until... Yeah, I'll just let you listen to it. Hello, Mr. Roth. I reached out to a mutual friend in the local theater scene because we need a big role filled for our upcoming cruise circuit. It would be a six-month stint aboard the Achilleo, a cruise ship that launches from Miami, with the option to extend at the end of that contract. The show we're doing right now is Phantom, and our Christine just twisted her ankle on a show on land ugh, and won't be able to finish out her tenure here. This show and all our other shows on the ship are full drag, and we could, of course, work with you on getting your Queen Persona show ready. Uh, and our friend also let me know about your, um, propensity for setting fires. Uh, but on a boat, that's one of the most easily fixed problems we could have. Anyway, give me a call if we're... Anyway, give me a call if you're interested. We'd love to have you. Thanks so much. Diane Juris. So, that's something to think about. Here's what's been going down in Sunnytown. Pap Pap finally won his first game of chess against Grandmama. Well, sort of. My disguised self would have been much more convincing if the mad woman didn't walk in with my mom right after he put me in checkmate. Speaking of my mom, it's been great having her around. 
Mom has been showing me all these potions that she's been working on, and she says that they might be help to us where we're going, whatever that means. She's probably better with beakers than baking, but with Cynthia and Professor Beggs. Call me Howard! Howard around so much, I don't want to break her spirit by letting her know that I purify everything she bakes out of fear it would kill me faster than aging. I love seeing Pap Pap and Prof Howard spending time together. Honestly, if I didn't know any better, I would think they're an old married couple with how much they bicker about historical events that they may or may not have been present for. But enough about family. I made the best purchase recently. Want to guess what it is? Oh, I can't wait. It's too cool. I got a lizard backpack for Auntie. After spending so much time away from him, I just realized I really wanted him around more. I just missed him too much. Isn't that right, Mr. Squishy Tail? After deciding to continue to chase down my dad, wherever he is, I figured that I didn't want all my makeup to go to waste. So I gave the Kayleys all my extra Fenty Beauty products and I only kept my Kilowatt Freestyle Highlighter. Brianna knows I had way too many of those. Oh, and speaking of Kaylee and Kaylee, they did me a real solid recently. We snuck out at two in the morning and they kept watch while I finally, finally got to paint at the woodwind walls. Let me tell you, Bob Ross would be proud. It's a beautiful Miami sunset with four silhouettes ready to take on anything together. Hey, Lily, didn't you have a derby match to get to? Ah, oh, Lily dashes off to her car and screams out of the parking lot to get to her match. She arrives at the venue just in time to fling on her gear and hit the jammer line. Sunny, Ben, and Coach follow in and shuffle into some seats near turn one. A skater on Lily's team skates over and says, nice of you to show your face for. Lily responds, you would not believe the last few weeks I've had and skates off to the jammer line. You've got to watch out for that number four. Incredible lift on those apex jumps. I'd believe it if you told me she was light as a feather with how gracefully she flies through the air and nails those falls. Go Lily! Hey! The announcer continues. You wouldn't believe how quickly these halves fly by. Both teams are lined up for the final jam. Magic City Rollers need to secure lead, outscore the visitors by three points, and the game is theirs. And they're off. Magic City takes the lead. Their jammer's about to complete her first lap. Mm, mm. Looks like that jammer's completely stuck behind their strong wall. She's not getting out at this rate. Wow! Four slips right through again and now has four points. Gosh, she really, she has what they need. Are they going to call it? Mm, look at the coach. The coach is signaling to call that jam. And she calls it. Oh my gosh, Magic City Rollers win. What a close game. The Magic City Rollers really held strong there at the end to take that win. Oh. Looks like the teams have chosen their MVPs. Now time for the reveal. And the MVP jammer for Magic City is the one and only foreclose her. Congratulations to her. I know she's had a tough and proud season. So glad to see her see the MVP and take that home. Thank you, thank you. It's terrific for my hard work and dedication to finally be recognized and awarded. Truly, I'm humbled. You see Sunny, Ben, and Coach run down onto the track and just overwhelm Lily in a big sweaty hug. Somebody in the crowd snaps a photo and sends it to Lily. Thanks for coming, everyone. You have to join us for the after party. Hope you're ready to uh, have a few. The after party goes on and everyone goes their separate ways. Lily finds herself at home over the next few weeks and picks up her phone 
looking once again at the photo from the game of all of the team together. She thinks to herself, you know, it feels weird to be so fond of this group of strangers, but I really do have a lot of respect for each of them and the weird, unexpected journey we went through. I, I, I mean, I guess this kind of thing is what some people refer to as friendship, but I wouldn't want to get too hasty. I just, it feels like something's shifted, and I, I can't help but wonder what's next. You know, now that Stefania's gone, this town is really mine for the taking when it comes to the real estate market, but I just can't get what that lightning lady said out of my head. Your Highness? Surely I misheard her, but what if I didn't? What don't I know, or don't I remember? Everything beyond a certain point is fuzzy, and I just figured I had a bad memory, but what is what does it all mean? It, it feels like there's something there. I don't know. Maybe, maybe Marina knew more than she let on. Ugh, damn her. I'm sure she knew more. Heck, I'd believe that she actually knew Howard. She always had a lot of secrets. But she's gone now. Can't ask her. Maybe Howie knows. I open up my phone, look at the group chat, and I draft the message. Have you had enough rest yet? And as for old Coach Tucker, well... I'm just glad to be old Coach Tucker again before I lost the memories of my new best pals. I have no doubt that adventure is ahead of them, but it's in my past now. I'm not the star athlete or hero I always thought was expected of me. And that's okay. These days, I'm more focused on the things that are truly important to me. Being a good coach taking care of Ma, and spending time in the garden. Howard's there a lot, too, teaching me about all kinds of magical herbs and flowers. Those mage hands are pretty, well, handy. And sometimes I think I can control them, but then I catch Howard gesturing his fingers and muttering something quietly to himself when he thinks that I'm not looking, so I think he's really telling the mage hands what to do while trying to make me feel like I'm a little magical. What? No, that's all you, champ. It's cute. He's a good guy. Makes Ma happy. He feels like a part of the family now. Speaking of Ma, she was quite the cheering squad at the field day when my team of kiddos got to play against Declan Reed's team. I asked her to bring some orange slices for the kids, but I think she misheard me. Who wants spicy oranges? Ma, I love you, but I do not know where you find these recipes. They are truly bizarre. Well, at least she brought some chocolate chip and raisin cookies for everyone. And by everyone, I mean I was the only one who ate any. The game was great, though. Declan and I made a friendly wager. What do you say? Hey, uh, what do you say? Loser owes the winner a plate of boneless nachos? Oh, you're on. And even though he's a friend now... Oh boy, it felt good to win against star athlete Declan Reed. Dang, Lou, you didn't have to beat me by that much. <laughs> you know, Declan, you've always been a better player than me, but coaching, 
Well, that's a different game entirely. Well, I know you and our old coach Wilmer still grab lunch every week. Maybe I can join in on that and you can both give me some pointers. I owe you some boneless nachos after all. And as for Hemsworth, the daddy hammer? Officially retired from combat. I tried to give it back to Ma to see if she wanted to display it somewhere, but she insisted that it belonged to me. We argued about it, as we do, but as usual, she was right. I used the hammer occasionally for yard work, you know, hammering in a fence or two, but for the most part, I leave it leaned up against my shed. Sometimes, in the evening, when the sun gets low, the hammer casts a long shadow that... If I squint, kinda looks like my dad, propping up this little garden shed. Like he's supporting this silly little hobby of mine that means the world to me. And that's all I ever wanted. Thank you all so much for joining us for season one of Late to the Party. I'd like to take a moment to thank our patrons who have been with us this season and give you some updates for what's coming next. Firstly, we are not going anywhere as a show. In fact, there won't even be a posting gap. Up next, we will have another side quest, this time with a special guest, Brennan Lee Mulligan, the Game Master from Dimension 20, which is Dropout in College Humor's Dungeons & Dragons series. Brennan is a spectacular human and was an absolute delight to have on our show. Those episodes will begin airing April 26th and should bring us through posting every other week until season two premieres. Speaking of season two, there will be one. We're still ironing out the details of season two, but it will be taking place in a different world with some new characters and some returning characters from season one. If you want to ensure that you see all the new episodes of Late to the Party, be sure to follow the show on your podcast application of choice. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at LTTPDND. Follow us on Patreon at patreon.com slash late to the party podcast, or follow the whole network at wbne.org. If you'd like to join the late to the party community, a great way to do that is on our Patreon page, where you can join an incredible community with all of our wonderful patrons from this season, including Clark is Superman, Stacy, Benoit Vernier, Dakota Ballantyne, Eni Fuenamayor, Alex Kepps, T-Pixel, Archer Elms, Rachel Bartholomew, Erica Snow, 
Carter Dvorak, Pixels Pearson, Mots Farelli, Haley Hansen, Matt Barger, Monica Juliana, Claire Kudrowski, Nora SR, Renate Witt, Starpunk DMC, Zach Campbell, Story Diver, Alice Adair Collinson, A Girl Called Padfoot, Charlotte, Sebastian James Fox, Scott from Nerd Sync, Arcadeology, Cue the Sparkle, Cass Dingman, Tyler Doobie, Sarah Studer, Vincent Franklin Calma, Danny Wilcox, Tanker215, Logan Thatcher, Tyler Mills, Dry Erase Girl, Caitlin Voss, Connor Mayberg, Beverly Chimai, Austin R. Kirk, Zachary Pearson, Dove Friedman, Shacker Leatherbury, David Gomez, Paul Rankin, Becca Eddowes, Rita Blue, Ray Clawson Jr., The Boots Are On, Hannah Dutton, Trevor Stone, Lauren Mayhew, Siblings and Fandoms, Annie Wong, Deidre Bongertz, Geminias, Nathan Hardy, and Sarah Perel. And finally, a huge thank you to every person who listened to this show, everyone who left a review or suggested our show to someone else or engaged with our show and cast in any way. We can't wait to see you all again in season two and beyond.